0: Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Vital Point Church. My name is Ron. I'm the pastor here at Vital Point. We believe that it's important for people to explore and grow in their faith. And my hope my prayer is that this message that you're listening to will draw you closer to better understanding how you can live out your faith journey in the everyday life. Sit back and enjoy. My name is Ron and I am the lead pastor of Vital Point Church and uh, today we are going to wrap up our Holy Habit series. And uh we're going to be talking about something that I know is going to uh cause a little bit of discomfort for us. It's going to actually cause a little bit of us to uh, part of us to kind of feel like, "Oh boy, maybe I missed a piece of this." So, I'm going to talk about our last holy habit. And then at the very end of the service today, we've got one more song for us after the closing song. I am going to um, just share an important announcement as it connects to uh, going back to in-person gatherings after Easter. So uh, Easter, we're gonna be gathering in our facility at Poplar Hill, and uh, we've got the three services. You need tickets for that, obviously, but uh, yeah, post-Easter is what we're gonna be talking about at the end of the service. All right, so today, I wanna wrap up our Holy Habit series. By talking about listening prayer. Listening prayer. Prayer is something that oftentimes we misunderstand and we uh, actually come to it with a false understanding about what is prayer. So for example, if you and I were to sit down at a coffee shop and we were to have a coffee together and I would say to you, listen, describe to me what you believe prayer is. You would say something like this. Prayer is about bringing my requests before God, it's about bringing my concerns, it's about bringing my troubles to Him, and oftentimes it is followed up with the expectation that God will answer according to how I need God to respond. Now, there are pieces of what I just said that we would be able to agree on. We go, yes, absolutely, prayer is about bringing our stuff to God. But what if I were to say to you today that that's not the full picture of prayer? What if I were to say to you today that part of prayer is actually sitting back in the relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ and simply saying nothing, just listening? How would you respond to that? How would you feel about that? Have you ever watched an older couple at a restaurant Maybe you identify the fact that, yes, they're up there in years, and you can identify somehow that they've been married for a very, very long time. If you observe them and watch them, you probably notice that they can sit for a long period of time without talking. I've often watched couples like this and thought to myself, how do they do that? They're at this nice, fancy restaurant, and they're not talking. Sometimes I've thought, did they come to the end of all conversation? Did they come to the place where they've talked about everything and they've got nothing else to talk about? Well, you and I probably both know, if we are pulled back the layers, that they have actually got to a place in their marriage where they're comfortable with the silence. They have this ability to be in that space without words. The reason why I know that is because my wife and I will be married 31 years this June, and as we look at our lives and our marriage, I can see those moments where I can identify with, say, that older couple at a restaurant. Desiree and I can go on a long drive. We can go away on vacation, and we can travel four, five, six, 10 hours, and we can drive and we can go for long stretches of time in silence. Why? Because we have grown comfortable just simply listening in the space without even words, without even words. See the reason why I wanted to wrap this holy habit series up with listening prayer is because I believe that listening prayer is absolutely essential for your journey of faith. For your journey of faith, no matter where you find yourself in you're exploring a faith or looking to grow in your faith, listening prayer is absolutely essential to the formation of your relationship with Jesus. There is a phrase that we've been using in this conversation over the past number of weeks. It is this, to be deeply formed into the image of Jesus in order to reflect his glory. See, we believe as a church that our lives are to be transformed by God. That we are to be informed by Jesus, but then transformed in our relationship with Him. That every aspect of what it means to be human will be directly influenced and formed by Him and the power of the Holy Spirit. So your relationships, your marriage, your, with your, your relationship with your kids and your neighbors, it actually informs and forms how you spend your money, your sex life, your social media life, every part of who you are becomes transformed by him. I would say this and go as far as to say this to you, that if you are a part of Vital Point Church, this is what we want to see happen in your life. We want to see this unbelievable, beautiful, vital relationship with God through the person of Jesus to transform you. If you're looking at Vital Point Church, and you maybe this is your first time here online, and you're just kind of curious about the new location, you kind of heard about it, someone told you about it, they shared maybe on their Facebook today, and you're watching and you're observing, this is what we want to see happen in your life. We want to see this unbelievable, vital relationship blossom into something that is absolutely beautiful. There's a verse that this guy named the Apostle Paul wrote that this whole series has been kind of couched in. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Listen to what it says. So all of us who have been, had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. How beautiful is that? How wonderful it is to know that God desires to do this in our lives, that when the veil is lifted, we can see and we can reflect the glory of God as we become more and more like Him. Now, check back into listening prayer for a moment. As we continue the conversation about listening prayer as a holy habit, as an, as an embodiment of listening prayer, means this, that we... We'll prioritize time where we sit in the presence of Jesus and we plug into that relationship to be transformed by him, but it also means unplugging from the world. Let me describe what I mean by this, because too often times we get this a little bit confused and we're a little bit uncertain as to what this means. When you think about the world, what you begin to realize is sort of three aspects to the world. You could look at it from a creation aspect. You could look at it from the beauty and the wonder of creation. You can look at the world through the lens of humanity, uh, humanity being created in the image of God. But you can also see the world as a system that runs in contradiction to how God intended us to live, that is under the influence of the evil one. And what happens sometimes in a journey of faith is that we get ourselves, sometimes unaware, plugged into that value system, and that value system begins to shape and form how we live. Listening prayer takes us from that place of plugged into that and plugs into to the precious relationship and the intimate relationship with Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit so that our lives are patterned after him. Now, one of the most amazing moments that I want to take you to is in the life of Jesus is with two sisters and Jesus and some disciples that paint a beautiful picture of what we've been talking about. I want to take you to it. Some of you are probably familiar with this section in Luke chapter 10. Others of you, maybe not so much. So I want to read it for us, and then we're going to draw some truth from it for our lives. Let me read the whole section, and then take a look at it. It says this, As Jesus and his disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister, Mary, sat at the Lord's feet, look what it says, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing, and she came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to get up and help me. Martha's a little bit bold here. She's gonna go and tell Jesus what he needs to do and what he needs to say to Mary. But then the Lord says to her, my dear Martha, You are worried and upset over all these details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about, and Mary has discovered it, and it will be not taken from her. This is an an incredible moment, and and there's a temptation when we read this to do the comparison between Martha's busyness and, and Mary's seemingly laziness, and we would be tempted to begin to compare the two, and we'd probably get a little bit judgy against Martha for being so busy, but I believe there's something more happening here. See, when the the author of this describes this moment, and there's a reason why he wrote this word in listen, is because Mary was lost in the presence of Jesus. She was fascinated by his presence. Jesus was in the house, and she wanted to know more about him and and more about what it meant to actually follow Jesus. And so she sits at his feet in fascination of who he is and, and the presence of who he is. I mean, I wonder if that's a piece that oftentimes we miss in our journey of faith. Oftentimes we miss this idea that we can actually be fascinated by Jesus, that we can be intrigued by Jesus, that we simply just long to be in the presence of Jesus. Which is a little bit contradictory to how oftentimes we live our lives, we often try to approach God with our with our arms waving and we 're trying to fill in the space, so when we 're thinking about prayer, sometimes what we do is we try to fill all that space in with words, and we try to look impressive to God, and what we see in this moment is that God doesn't care about that. Through the person of Jesus, we get to know who God is. Jesus just simply sits in that moment and he begins to teach. Martha is upset. She's bothered by this, but yet Mary just simply is in the moment. See, one of the things that I wonder what happens to us when we listen in prayer is this. Listening in prayer Keeps our inner world in the right order. See, if we think about the world and the pressure of the world, and uh, Paul, who wrote 2 Corinthians, also wrote this book called Romans, talks about this idea of being transformed in the renewing of our minds in Romans chapter 12. And then he says, that, but the world wants to uh, push us into a particular mold. If we are to free ourselves, from the, the tension of our inner world and our outer world, then we must be prepared to set aside the time to make sure that our inner world is in order. And part of how we do that is through listening prayer. It's taking a check on the inside, See, it is very possible that we can have all the pressures of the outer world and we can look calm and collective and put together, but inside, we're frantic. Inside, it feels like we're falling apart. Inside, it just feels like there's this ball of tension and it's ready to explode. Listening prayer says, I am going to slow my inner world down so that I am not overwhelmed with the outer pressures that come at me. Like, there's so much pressure in our social media world. Whatever platforms we're on, there's so much incredible pressure to build your platform, get the likes, get the shares, get the comments, and oftentimes what happens is is that creates a a panic inside of us and that it will only create distance in our outer world. Think about the relationships that we have. Like there's times where, full confession here, uh, we did confession a few weeks ago in this Holy Habits, bit of a confession. I sometimes can be overwhelmed with social media. I can find myself drawn to it at times, and what that does, it creates tension between me and my wife. We've been, you know, married for over 30 years, and there's still sometimes that distance that it's created. And actually, side note, this is for free. I've been shutting my phone down at 8 p.m. every night, and I pick it up at 8 a.m. the next morning. I've been on a run of about two weeks doing this, and I'm Still working on it. But 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I shut it down. Why? Because I didn't want my inner world and my outer world to be at tension. Mary just simply sits and listens. I came across this uh, great uh, story about Mother Teresa Mother Teresa was asked one time in an interview about prayer. And, and the interviewer said to Mother Teresa, uh, what do you talk about when you pray? And, and, and Mother Teresa responded with this, I don't talk, I simply listen. How amazing is that? And then the interviewer was a little bit unsure of what was happening, and so he, the interviewer pushed a little bit more and asked, well, what is it that God says to you when you pray? She responded, oh, he also doesn't talk. He also simply listens. Isn't that incredible? I mean, so oftentimes we think it's all about the talking, and I I wonder if there's times where God just looks at us and says, I wish you would just stop talking. Would you just stop talking and just listen? So, um, I have a I have a granddaughter. I haven't talked about her I don't think in a while in a message so I got to bring her in. She's 14 months old now. She was born just before the pandemic. And she's 14 months old and I got to tell you this human being is amazing. Like, she is just such a joy. We absolutely love her. Matter of fact, last night she slept over. And so I got up this morning to see this smiley little face of a 14-month-old. I cannot wait for the day when this little one comes running in my house and runs up to me screaming, Grampy, and throws her arms in the air, and I get to scoop her up, and I get to hold her. But here's one thing I do know. I do know this. And no, I've never been a grandfather before, but I have been around little kids. There is going to come a day where little Tatum is going to talk too much. And I'm going to have to say to her as her grampy, Tatum, can you please stop talking? Can we just sit here in silence? And I can just hear her little voice. Tap, 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 tap. And I'm going to be going, Tatum, can you please be quiet? I wonder if God does that too. sometimes. God's just looking at us going, would you please just be quiet? Because I just want to be in the space with you. See, listening prayer... Does something very interesting to our perspective of God and our relationship with Jesus. It's this. Is it moves God from a transactional God to a relational God. This is where many people get in the weeds of faith, where they have a misunderstanding. Matter of fact, this week, um, uh, recently, I had a conversation with someone through Facebook Messenger about this. Like, just this real time, just happened recently, where someone reached out to me and said, a loved one has walked away from their faith because their prayers are never answered, and I realize this is where we get in the weeds a little bit. We come to prayer with an expectation of a transi- transactional God where God is like we pull the lever, we, we, we rub the genie in the bottle and poof, we get our three wishes and we, and we approach God like this. And many, many people will walk away from faith because they don't believe that God is listening. They don't believe that God is answering their prayers when simply all it might be, is transitioning our thought from a transactional god to a relational god. Because the truth is, God desires to be in relationship with you. He simply just wants to be in that relationship. How powerful is that to understand this truth? Matter of fact, we're we're coming up to Easter. Right? We're coming up to Easter in a few weeks. In a week. This is a beautiful example of how God desires to be in relationship with you. That the Son of God, Jesus, he came to this earth, was born at Christmas, as a baby, and then grew up and went to a cross, was buried in a tomb, walked out of that tomb three days later. Why? Because God wanted to be in relationship with you, and he wanted to be in relationship with me. He didn't want to be your transactional God. He wanted to be your relational God. And the beauty and the wonder of the relationship just sitting in that space. Remember the old couple in the restaurant? How they can just be in that space and just be with one another. The world would make us believe that we must perform for God, and all God says is, that doesn't impress me, just sit in this moment. Mary demonstrates this for us. Mary reveals for us a beautiful, powerful example of what it means to just simply listen. Just simply listen. You know, one of the things that has struck me in the last few weeks as I have been thinking through our holy habits and the embodiment of these habits, as I've began to realize how important this is. Because I pray. I pray like many of you probably pray. I come to God with all my words. I actually come to God and I, I journal at times. But over the last few weeks, some of the, one of the things that I've been doing is I've been just simply carving out a few minutes each day to simply just breathe and breathe in the moment and just let God know that I am here and I don't have any words. I'm just in this moment. And I don't want it to be disturbed. As I've been doing that, there's been sections of the Bible that have come into my mind as I've just sat in the silence. There's a, a psalm, Psalm 37, that I want to give to you today that I believe will be a powerful truth for you as we reflect on this idea of listening. Psalm 37, verse 5, 6, and 7, it says this, commit everything, everything you do to the Lord. Trust. Him and He will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Verse 7 Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. How powerful this truth is! He says, Just commit everything you do, just trust in Him. Sit in this moment and be still in his presence. Listen and wait patiently for him to act. See, there's a difference between expecting God to respond and an expectancy of God to respond. See, when I expect God to respond, it's me putting my request on top of him and I, I just desire him to answer the way I want him to. But what if it's more than that? What if it's about the expectancy of just sitting still in the moment with anticipation that God will act when God sees best? That God will respond when He knows it's best to respond? That's why verse 7, the first part of it, is so key. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently. We don't wait very often, do we? I know I can be impatient. There's things that are going on right now in my own personal world, the things going on in the life of the church, and I, I, I sometimes get impatient, but I've recognized something, that when I sit in silence prayer, I begin to realize that I'm not God, and God is God. Because sometimes we believe we are God and that we have full control over everything. The truth is we don't. And when we sit in silent prayer, we are allowing him to do what he does best so two things as we close before we go to our closing song and our big announcement at the end of the service two things first of all i want to encourage you set aside some time this week five minutes do it twice this week 10 minutes in total just listen and just sit in the moment and and just say god i'm here i'm here listening i'm here listening and the second thing is this This coming week, we've been advertising this now for a number of weeks. We've been advertising uh, Monday through Friday this coming week, 7 a.m., prayer time on zoom you can get it through vitalpointchurch.com and and you don't have to be a big prayer warrior you don't have to even say anything online if you don't want to you can just simply listen we're going to walk through some prayer items and some prayer elements this coming week online vitalpointchurch.com and we're going to be able to walk together this way heading towards easter so personally just carve out those five minutes a couple times a week and then join the Vital Point community as we pray together and prepare for Easter. Mary left an incredible example for us, a great picture of what it means to sit at the feet of Jesus. I don't know where you're at in your journey of faith, but my prayer is is that as we close this service, God will speak to you by his spirit, draw you to himself, and reveal the things that he has for you in this moment. May this song wash over you. Well, it's been a great morning to come to you through our YouTube channel and to live stream from our new facility. It's been really fantastic morning and we're hoping and praying that you have been blessed by it and that you have had a bit of a shift in your heart as you think about seeking God and exploring and growing your relationship with him. Well, I want to give you a announcement as to Uh, what it means for us to go back into uh, in-person gatherings. We're going to be relaunching our locations, and so let me just be as super clear as I can. What we're going to be doing in our Huron County community, uh, we are going to be taking Clinton and Zurich, and we're going to be moving them back down into the Exeter location uh, on April 18th. So April 18th at 10 a.m., We are going to be relaunching our physical gatherings uh, at the Rec Center. Now, in order for you to be part of that, as we all know, you will need tickets to be part of that. So please go to vitalpointchurch.com. But we are going to be relaunching in person at the Rec Center in Exeter, April 18th, 10 a.m. We will have full children's programming as well. What does it mean for our London community in Poplar Hill? Well, the Poplar Hill community is going to be gathering on April 11th at 10 a.m. April 11th, so the following Sunday right after Easter, we are going to be relaunching in-person gatherings on a regular basis at 10 a.m. We're going to be moving towards full children's programming as well in Poplar Hill. But here is the concern about Poplar Hill and the children's ministry— We need some people to step up and to be part of volunteering and being part of our kids' ministry team. We need to see some people who are willing to say, I'll step up, I'll do that to help us get off the ground. We've got a great new facility for our kids programming, but we're looking for more people to step up. And Lisa, our children's director, has shared that with me. We just need to find some more people. And so if you're thinking about serving with kids, go to vitalpointchurch.com, and you can get, uh, you can click the serving team card, and we'll get in touch with you. What about our online community? You're wondering, like, we've been online for, like, ever. Like, what are you going to do with us? We are still streaming online 10 a.m. every Sunday. Uh, Right after Easter, April 11th, we'll be live streaming right out of this facility on a regular basis as well. So we will be able to continue to impact and have community there as well. Now, let me qualify with all this. This is our current plan. We all know that plans can change in a heartbeat. And so I ask that you stay in tune Follow our social media, get on the weekly email. We're gonna do our best to communicate over the next number of weeks as we move towards relaunching in-person gatherings in both Poplar Hill and Exeter. I wanna say thank you so much for being part of this live stream today, being part of Vital Point Church. I want to remind some of you that if you're part of this church, part of being uh, an active participant means through that many of you will give through your offering. And as was mentioned at the beginning of the service, you can do that through vitalpointchurch.com. Very simple process to set that up. I want to pray for us, and then we're going to be done our service today. Let me pray. God, we thank you for uh, just your desire to be in relationship with us. God, we thank you that the person of Jesus Christ came to this earth, walked among us, gave us this example of what it means to be human, went to a cross, was buried, and rose again three days later. And we celebrate this wonderful truth next weekend. God, I pray this coming week that we would trust in the beauty and the wonder of this amazing reality that you, that of your love for us through the person of Jesus. God, I pray for anyone right now who is having this pull, this nudge inside of them, There's some that are listening to my voice that are wondering about a relationship with you. God, I pray that you would speak to them right where they are. Maybe they're in their lazy boy chair with a coffee in their hand and there's something inside of them is pulling. God, I pray that you would give them the courage to take that step of faith. Others are feeling that nudge to set aside some time to pray, to listen, the listening prayer aspect. God, I pray that you help them to set aside that time to do that. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. We thank you for this church called Vital Point Church and the many people that are continuing to grow and explore faith through this environment and through this community. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week.